I know it's kind of a core of just the United Soccer Coaches model as a whole is the convention. And it's been how long now the convention has been going? We're around 80 years. Um, 80 years? 80 years. Whoa, so that's way it, more than I was going to guess. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's amazing. My first convention, I think it was in 83. It may have been 84. At that time, the convention was at a scale. Most of it was done in hotels. I mean, you have 300 coaches there. It was very compact. It was very different. You know, a lot of the sessions and a lot of the programming were still done in ballrooms of hotels. So, you know, one of the big concerns at that point with the convention, it was like, please just do whatever, but don't hit the chandeliers with the ball, you know? <laughs> when you think about that and think back on it and think about now the scale and the scope of the convention, it's unbelievable. And some of the people through the 80s and 90s, I was able to meet, I mean, you, you, you wouldn't have been able to meet any other way or run into or see work or hear talk. So it's pretty interesting to see it over that span of time in Thompson. Dave Simeone, just like uh, Diego Simeone. Yes, just like right. I met him in 1994. <laughs> I did not have a camera, but unfortunately, cell phones were not a big deal at that time. But yeah, uh, he and I actually, his folks, he's half the people in Argentina are Italian. His folks are from the same part of Italy that my father's people were from down south in Basilegato. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Very That's really cool. Well, I appreciate you joining us. This is our 58th episode of the Footy Pod. Why don't you just uh, kind of give everyone that's listening a, a quick little background on 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 your role in in putting the the convention together and and um, yeah, what to expect from it. Well, it's a pleasure being here um, with you, your listeners. Uh, we're very excited about having your podcast back into the convention this year. Um, and it's a pleasure being able to share with you and the listeners a little bit about what we've got planned and how it all gets fashioned. Uh, so my role here at the association as the, the director of education programs is to drive the content of the programming for the convention which is over a four-day span, field sessions and presentations combined is about 290 sessions. So and it, the, the programming really reflects this really wide swath that would appeal to anything from a grassroots coach, um, someone who's working on the elite end of things. So, um, part of our programming to outside of the convention is with our new educational offering that is a scaled down version of the convention. Three to 400 coaches. Last year we were in Las Vegas in August. It's called Coach Con. And this year we're going to be announcing that we're going to be going to San Jose in July with a similar slice of that programming. So those two things combined with, we have a new online learning 
platform learning management system called the training ground. And so we will be, and we have been organizing content creators and contributors that will be contributing a variety of content. And it's definitely a member benefit. Uh, some of it is accessible by members. We're going to venture into some of the kinds of programming uh, webinars um, and series of webinars as we move into 24. So that's a part of what my role in, is wrapped around. So, and then uh, I work with Rob Herringer, our Director of Education Programming our, our sorry, director of uh, coaching education. And really he and I together um, work in the diplomas, the delivery of those. And then you know, one of the things we're engrossed in right now is just setting a more panoramic and inclusive education strategy that we will build the courses and everything into. So it's like, it's, I think it's funny, you know, yeah, it is busy right now, but actually we had about 90% of the convention programming done the week before Labor Day, which is the first week of September. But it, like, it doesn't slow down. It's just, it's, 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 it's pretty fast paced, but that's what makes it uh, exciting and fun too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know it's kind of a core of, you know, the whole United Soccer Co Coaches Convention, uh, sorry, just the United Soccer Coaches model as a whole is the convention. And it's been how long now that, that the convention has been going? We're around 80 years. Um, 80 years? 80 years. Whoa, so that's way more than I was going to guess. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's, um, it's amazing. My first convention was he, I think it was in 83, it may have been 84. And so at that time, the convention was at a scale where most of it was done in hotels. I mean, you had 300 coaches there. So it was very compact. Um, it was very different. You know, a lot of the sessions and a lot of the programming were still done in ballrooms of hotels. So, you know, one of the big concerns at that point when you hear um, folks who were involved at that point with the convention, it was like, please just do whatever, but don't hit the chandeliers with the ball, you know? <laughs> so it was, when you think about that, and think back on it and think about now the scale and the scope of the convention. And it's just, it's unbelievable. And some of the people through the eighties and nineties, I was able to meet. I mean, you, you, you wouldn't have been able to meet any other way or run into or see work um, or hear talk. Um, so it's, um, it's pretty interesting to see it over that span of time and how it's evolved. Absolutely. I mean, I, I've obviously, you know, heard about the convention for a long time. I'm a coach as well. Um, yeah. 
you know, I've worked through the, the, the United Soccer Coaches pathway uh, through the Premier Diploma. Oh. Um, and and it's always something that interested me. I never had the opportunity to attend. And obviously with us being accepted on the podcast row last year, um, you know, it, 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 it was a perfect opportunity. Yeah. So, you know, just seeing it firsthand for the first time, oh, we were blown away. We were blown away by the amount of people that were there, the amount of different types of uh, brands. And I guess, um, you know, cause there's so many different ways you can be involved in the sport and, you know, as a coach, as, you know, apparel provider, what, and anything in between really. So um, it was just cool to see so many different people um, that were all connected through the same thing. And for myself, like I'm trying to um, continue to, push my coaching career and, and coach at the highest level that I'm, that is, is possible. And so, you know, for me taking that next step, uh, it, it, and I'm sure for a lot of other coaches too, it's like, how do you even open those doors? And just to be in the same area and to rub shoulders with all the people that, you know, are at that level um, mm -hmm. is such a, is such an amazing, you know, opportunity to, to network and 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 to you know open up those those pathways which never would have been possible before so you know last year for both Evan and I it was kind of a you know we didn't really know what to expect and so we just kind of went out there and 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 threw a shot in the dark and it went really well um we you know did some really good interviews and met a lot of good people um and this year we want to definitely be a little bit more targeted with our with our strategy so we're, we're we're definitely looking forward to using that experience from from last year and and making it even better this year awesome no it's great it's every year you go it gives you a different perspective too i mean it reflects a little bit of the contemporary um soccer environment both domestically and internationally and it's very different you know just um last week the world football summit was going on in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, and uh, knowing some of the speakers there. And um, there's this huge cross-section of people from Goldman Sachs. and But everything is slanted kind of about the football industry mm -hmm. and the enterprise of football. And so it takes on um, a very different, where I think our convention is based in education, and sharing information, whether you are you know, a club executive, an executive director, or a coaching director, or a grassroots coach. And it's now it's also become a interface because let's face it, you know, the the business of whether you're in youth soccer or in college soccer or in MLS or NWSL. The business of soccer has just, especially in the past 10 years, I think, just absolutely gone through the roof. So there's a lot of business that's also done at the convention in conjunction with the educational um, interests in the programming. So it's it really reflects the cross-section of football here in the U.S. Yeah, and it's the biggest convention in the world for, for coaches. Am I correct in, that, in saying that? It is. I think that's one of the, there's nothing like the convention that exists in Europe 
or in South America or in Africa. And so when people come internationally and if they have not, if they don't have any point of reference, I think that's exactly, they're like, wow, the it's not only the quality of what's being done and how it interfaces with business and education, but also the expanse of it, the, the number of presenters, the number of sessions, the broadness of some of the topics and how some of that is related to what's really happening in, in, the, um, in the football environment of coaching. So uh, and you just go back through, I mean, people like Alex Ferguson who have been here and just a lot. Uh, and I remember just my first or second convention when uh, the, the Italians won the World Cup in 82. And so I think it was in 84, I met Enzo Birzat, the Italian national manager. I mean, and just listening to him. And now he's at the convention. And he's at the convention. And I'm just cool. like, wow, how did that happen? There there would be no way you would get a chance, you know, any other way um, to hear someone uh, of that level of experience uh, impact in the sport. And now, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's just unbelievable the folks who will come and some of them, like we have, um, people returning this year, like uh, Bart Lindgren from uh, Ajax in Holland, but he's bringing some people along with him that have not been to the convention before. And I know he's tried, as others do who bring folks to the convention, they try and explain it to him, but it's impossible to really prepare yeah. because it just doesn't exist anywhere else. It, that's exactly right. And that's why, you know, I was hoping that you could kind of explain it to people a little bit better on, on this, on this episode, rather than us, just me and Evan having the conversation. Cause yeah, talk about you know, it really week. is. Yeah. It really is just hard to explain. And you, you really do have to go and experience it for yourself to understand. And like I said, for myself as a coach, you know, I had, uh, I saw value in it from the networking perspective. Sure. Um, but there's just so many other, other ways that you can gain value from, from that event. Right. Um, depending on what your role is, right? And so, right. you know, Evan has a, a slightly different role. You know, he helps run Footy Factory with me. He doesn't mm -hmm. coach teams, but he does a lot of private training and, and yeah. stuff like that, which is what our, our company is, is, private training camps, programs, right. um, you know, both in person and online. <clears throat> um, so, Evan, what, what do you think was the biggest thing that, that you got value from being there? Yeah. So the biggest thing I got value from last year, I would say was probably just, I mean, luckily enough with us um, kind of working in the podcast space, it gives us a chance to not only just kind of bump into people and have like a two or three minute chat or just like swap business cards and like that. We're actually able to, you know, kind of, kind of select who we want to sit down with and who we want to kind of have a conversation with and kind of gear the conversation in ways that we think it not only benefits, you know, the listeners, but it can also benefit us and maybe the other person we're talking to. So I would say, meeting some of the other um, kind of training brands that are similar to us in different parts of the U S kind of seeing how they kind of run their business, seeing how they interact with their clientele, seeing the type of sessions that they run. is just a, such a good way for kind of not only for us to, you know, try and grow footy with how we want to and 
using you guys helping us to do that, but also for other people out there who are trying to maybe figure out the the best place that they can go to and find some some private training, or even if there's other people in smaller markets that might not necessarily have enough players there, be in a position where they can coach teams, seeing that this is still mm-hmm. like a way that they can that they can stay a part of the game, and that's probably my favorite part of it. I would say because like Sean was saying last year, walking into it, I didn't really know what to expect. And even just like kind of getting up there, finding Sean, like I thought almost was going to get lost with how big it was because <laughs> just that whole upstairs with like all the rooms and the classes going on and then kind of where we were sectioned at. And then you go downstairs and then you hit the showroom with all of that. And that I thought was probably the the one thing I wasn't expecting because I know we have we use some uh, different companies in the area, like Soccer Innovations, Lexa and stuff like that. And yep. we have some friends that work at Trace and VO and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I kind of knew that they would be there, but seeing all of the other types of of brands there that not only just do, you know, apparel or the training stuff, it's more of just all facets of, of the game. Like there's, if there's something that the team might need, whether it's like advertising or like simple, like, tr- like trackers for players, there's just stuff for everything to where if you need, if you had a question or you had a problem or you were looking to switch to something else, like there's no doubt in my mind that you wouldn't be able to find it there. So it's definitely, definitely more than I was expecting for sure in a good way. Yeah, no, it is. It's, I think that's the, in, in trying to also, I mean, to bring new people more, through the 20s and their 40s, you know, so people are on the front end of their careers in football, whether they're coaches, administrators, um, have an interest in training programs and education, as you guys do. Um, I think that's the response from all of them is like, they find something there that brings them back. So I always, you really want like the $10 tour, you know, come to Anaheim. Next year, come to Chicago. Um, Come to um, one of the diploma courses, which have divided the country up into education regions so that kind of bring diplomas and coaching education strategically into various parts of the U.S. So we know what it's like now. Um, it's really hard to get people. It's harder to get coaches to go from one side of the country to the other. In the 90s, you got a lot of that. Now we need to bring programming closer so that you don't have to travel that much or we can produce uh, blended and online before the in-person. So I just invite people to just believe me, come, go see what Coach Khan is like, go see what the convention is like. We'll be back in Chicago next year after Anaheim and then the year after that for the for the um, U.S. I mean, it'll be the World Cup year for the U.S. as well as um, the, uh, you know, the, the, the centennial of uh, being in Philadelphia during the time where, you know, we're going to celebrate, I think it's the 230th, or I can't even remember, you know, history of the U.S. So it's tied. I think that is also indicative that the convention and the association 
is tied into the fabric socially and culturally of the sport landscape here in the United States. And that's over the past 30 years, that's a major shift. Um, so we're very, very excited about that. Very proud of it too. Yeah, as you should be. I mean, it's 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 really cool to be able to bring t people together in that way. And that's what the, the the game does, you know. And when you talk about the World Cup or or any, I mean, even just yeah. at youth level, going to tournaments, you know, we mentioned that on, on our last episode. Evan said it felt like, you know, going to a tournament and, and seeing a bunch of players that you know from other teams and stuff. And so, you know, it, 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 it is a great way to um, – develop that community and and the social aspect like you said you know I think that there's really no other opportunity for coaches to come together in that way you know and yeah. and there's value in it for coaches at all levels um, just even in the 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 types of education that you provide you know obviously mm -hmm. you have your your dedicated courses that you run throughout the year but then there are also just the one-off you know uh, classes with specific topics that that are held at the convention and also ways that you can get those licenses or diplomas rather at the convention too and um i think uh, you know because i've gone through all the united soccer coaches courses uh i've just finished my u.s soccer b license i did the mm -hmm. uefa b license this past summer um so i've seen you know a little bit of everything and i think one thing that i like about united soccer coaches courses and education in general is there there is a a lot to a lot of variety and and they are you know very open to different ideas and and yeah i mean the convention just kind of ties everything together oh it does i mean we're pretty reality based with our diplomas the convention is absolutely tied to what's going on in the soccer environment and um it's not driven by a recipe, that's for sure. It's driven by what is percolating in the environment. Um, so I think that's the realism that people appreciate too. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're looking forward to being out there again. And yeah, Dave, excited. you know, um, looking forward to meeting you in person and yeah. catching up a little bit there. But um, I guess my question is, and I'm sure other people would, would be interested, is who are the the most, you know, notable guests that we're going to yeah. have at this event? Yeah. We really, ac across the cross-section of soccer in America, so we've got folks like, you know, the USL. We've got um, Sarah Brady and Liam O'Connell. They're going to be doing um some previewing of programming the usl i think is going to be one of the fastest growing professional leagues in the world in the next 10 years uh on the women's side uh, amanda vandervoort who's a former president of the association she's um she is lock stock and like two smoking barrels she's driving the women's side it's going to be a very exciting uh platform for the for women as pros um, for instance, internationally, um, Tony Corcunas, uh, or Toke as we know him as, he's assistant on the Finnish men's national team. Um, and they, they've done really pretty well in World Cup qualifying. They are awesome uh, as partners. 
Uh, Randy Waldrum, who's a former president of the association, women's coach at Pitt, uh, who just recently coached in the Women's World Cup. Uh, he was heading up Nigeria. Um, we've got from Inter Milan, Javier Zanetti. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> That's I mean, the one I was waiting for. When yep, we... Yep. When we had the opportunity to really put our arms around that. I said, yeah, you know, this is an individual who played over 600 times for Inter Milan, um, over 140 times for Argentina, and was one of the only predominant players of his generation who, when they moved him from right back, he was such a good performer and made their team better. They actually put him in front of the back four as a six. I mean, you you just, that does not happen all that often. Especially so, back then. Um, he, I'm very excited about um, having him. We've also got, you know, Dan Abrams, um, Larissa Mills, um, Ben Freakley. They're collaborating in some of the aspects of uh, psychological components. And Larissa Mills is very interesting. She's from Toronto, Canada. And she has done an extensive amount of work in social media, the brains of young kids. Everybody knows as a coach and as parents, they have these issues with young kids and how much they're on social media and what it does to them psychologically and just cognitively their brain. She has done so much um, new cutting edge work in that, that coaches are going to be very interested to hear what she has to say, because she has not only researched and recognizes the problem, she has strategies that address this. So we've got um, women's college coaches, Heather Deitch, um, Shelly Smith, Kai Edwards, Marguerite from UCLA. They're doing a whole swath of programming as well as in the men's side, Jeremy Gunn and um, Nick Carlin Voigt out of Portland, just really good college coaches. Um, that I think that's an important part in connecting it to the youth environment and the high school environment. We all are connected in the soccer food chain. We all want to hear if we're a college coach, what a club coach, what a youth coach is doing, or a high school coach, and how does that relate? We learn across these dimensions about programming and uh, and that sort of thing. So we're very, I, I think we're very excited about that. And then, I mean, you know, with um, some of the performance elements now, um, performance science, uh, periodization, some of those areas that are, of course, people are curious about, uh, we're offering, eight or nine diplomas, six or seven of which 
are new, like we're offering a talent identification and management diploma that we will produce for the convention, but then we will have this as a special topics diploma um, that Josh Hill out of California, along with some other coaches who are collaborating, that we will then take and we will offer as a course. Uh, and I think that is going to be very, very interesting. So um, there is just an abundance of programming. And here's the interesting thing, like we'll have people come and say, well, I want to see Javier and I'm really gassed up to see him, but they'll walk into other sessions either. Well, I didn't know this, this coach was going to be speaking or wow, this sounds interesting. Yeah. I'm going to go listen. <clears throat> and they're like, that was an unexpected nugget. Like one of the things we're doing in the diplomas this year is we're offering one whole diploma in the convention in Spanish. Oh, wow. So very cool. we're very excited about that. That has not been, uh, not been done before. Carly and Renee, who are heading that up for me and our diploma managers, it's, it's going to be great. We've got, the Reados out of Monterrey, Mexico, they're going to be there. Ajax is going to be there. Real Madrid is going to be there. And some of these sessions, again, like with the Reados and Real Madrid, they're going to be in Spanish. That's so awesome. it's going to be something very, very unique and something we're going to play out into conventions and education as we work into the future. So I think it's it's an, a very good program. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about that. I mean, to your point about, you know, kind of expecting the unexpected. I mean, last year we interviewed Dan Abraham. So that was yeah. one of our best ones that we had. Yeah, and was crazy. And that's something that we scheduled ahead of time. But we also had Alexi Lalas on and didn't expect that to happen. We just had to, you know, get ready for that real quick. Hey. You know, within a, a matter of like 10 minutes, we kind of cleared our schedule a little bit. Yeah. Got a few questions ready. Uh, but then even we ran into, you know, another training brand um, from New York that we'd never connected with in person before, but had been following on social media uh, or, or they had also been following us. And, and we kind of knew of each other and just ran into them walking down the, 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 the hallway and just yep. stopped them, set up wow. an interview. And that was also one of our best interviews that we had. So that was the Stara soccer training. So hopefully we can see them again this year. Um, you know, I don't know if they're going to be there or not, but um, definitely if you can uh, set up uh, contact with Javier Zanetti, that would be much appreciated, Dave, because oh we God. definitely want to get him on. And He's maybe a few others as well. So. <laughs> well, believe me, my first reaction was, well, yeah, we want him to come. By the way, we're going to plan on Senor Zanetti and I breaking bread because we played the same position. He plays the right back, plays the right nice. forward. I said, we will talk about the extravagances of how to play this position. So that fortunately, <laughs> he'll be talking about how he played it in the Champions League. Yes. Me, not so much. You know, <laughs> that everything will pale in comparison to that. But they have been unbelievable to deal with. I mean, uh, the club and then his emissaries. I mean, they've been very gracious with their time and he like he wants to come he's, yeah he's heard a little bit about this no i want to come and see you know we 
talk to uh Right, we're back. Man, we can get Zanetti. Jeez. That'd be sick. Yeah, I don't even know what I'm going to ask him. Here we go. <laughs> all right, we're back. Apologies for the technical difficulties. That's all right. Dave, I know you have to jump to another meeting here pretty quick, so it's only take a couple minutes, but just wanted to give you a chance to close off your last thought there. Yeah. I have to remember what I was talking about. <laughs> so um, we were talking. We were talking about getting Zanetti on. If you want to, yeah, help us yeah, help us exactly. set that up. <laughs> no, believe me. I mean, I said he and I will meet and talk about the vast extravagances of playing right back. Um, unfortunately, he'll be talking about the Champions League. I will not be talking about the Champions yeah. League. But that's that's the environment that you're in. And you're just that close to people, you know, um, NWSL coaches, of course, the NWSL draft is the Friday of the convention. So you've got all of those, but that's a growing group of luminaries. I mean, mm -hmm. domestically, internationally. Um, so people like Michael Essien, who's the new newly appointed under 19 coach for the u.s men i mean so you're just that oh. close to all of we're we're thinking of Essien from chelsea oh okay. wow sorry michael you another level bit. you know what i mean yeah yeah, I don't know yeah wow. <laughs> well it's funny because in talking like real madrid you know six months ago they were you know, we we always with the big clubs. It's like, can you bring a legend? Can you bring mm -hmm. someone that's a legend? And so, Real Madrid reconnected. They're coming to do some things with their methodology coaches anyway, but and some programming. But you know, like yesterday, well, we think we can bring a legend who's going to remain nameless at this point because we can't confirm him. Ooh. But it's a he's a big timer. He's a big timer. You're gonna and leave so, us hanging uh, here, Dave? Huh? I'm gonna you're leave gonna it hanging this, because the suspense. I don't want to yeah. jinx it. I, I want it, to, but I don't want to jinx it. So if if I mean and and there's probably a number of big timers that end up showing up either as former players or coaches or managers, or like Zanetti, who's a he's a vice president of Inter Milan. So they will, between now and the first of the year, oh, we didn't think it'd come or she could come, but we'd like to bring them. Okay, let's get them to do something. Let's put them on a, we'll create our, conven our convention and event managers <clears throat> are awesome because they'll go like, oh yeah, we got a space that we could create something during lunchtime mm. live with one of the networks or one of the platforms, and they'll just do a roundtable discussion. They set that up with, uh, I think Fox was last year, talking about the Men's World Cup we just got over, and then was going into the Women's World Cup. And that was set up in one of the open areas. So it's going to happen between now and the first of the year. And at, at the first of the year, there'll be, there's going to be a couple of people running around, and it's going to be like, oh, we 
didn't think this this coach or this manager was going to come and they end up coming. Yeah. No, that's that's super cool. I mean, I think even Alexi Lalas was kind of an unexpected one yeah. for you guys last year. So I know he's going to actually be on Media Row this year with, with his podcast, which would be cool. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think right now we're in the stage of just getting our guest list lined up. We did a lot last year. I think it was like 20 or so episodes, which was very hectic and, um, mm -hmm. you know, was valuable for sure. I think this year we want to plan it out a little bit better, um, yeah. maybe spend a little bit more time with each guest and, and yeah. have, uh, you know, and have, you know, maybe some, some higher, higher level ones on. So yep. we're looking at you, Dave. All right. It's a big, it's a big, it's a big deal. Let me see what I can hook up with. Cause you never, you just never know. I mean, yeah. it's always guys, surprises. Well, you guys found out, you know, when you talked about, wow, we didn't count on, interviewing these people or running into these people and it turns into a 30 minute interview you go pinch yourself you know? yeah definitely definitely well dave i know you have to jump so we won't yeah. hold you too long but appreciate your time it was it was good to talk about the convention a little bit more with you and i think anyone listening that is interested in going uh you know and has never been before will we'll understand a little bit better what it's all about and so uh, we also have a code that we wanted to promote for, for anyone that would like to to come out. So our code is footy, F-O-O-T-Y-2-4, footy24. Um, and that's to get a $425 registration for the event, which is a discount off of the full price. Um, can you confirm how much of a discount that is, Dave? Right now, that's probably going into the 13th. Um... And 14th, I think the full price is now 525 or 545, something like that. So this will give them over $100 off, I believe. And that's considerable when you factor in travel costs yeah. and, you know, you right. want to save every dollar you can get. So footy24, um, use that code to get $425 registration and uh, hope to see you guys there. Thanks again for your time, Dave. Evan Thank and you. I look forward to... Uh, Meeting you in person when we get there. Yes, we're looking forward to it. Thank you, Evan. Thank you, Sean. Thanks yes, sir. Take care. Take See care. You soon. See you.